You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. some intangibles that those projections failed to take into consideration. The crowd was going crazy. There's not much in life that's better than that. You're listening to Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys with Mark Willard and Joe Shasky on the 95.7 The Game Podcast Network. All right, here we go. Next episode, Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys. And you can hear it, Joe, in my voice. I was at Wrigley this weekend. I might not have really lost the voice at Wrigley. It might have been at Soldier. But... I was at Wrigley, and we'll have some thoughts, including what one vendor told me about Giants fans while I was inside Wrigley Field. But uh, upon leaving at Wrigley, big home run from Wilmer Flores, and on his way to the plane is a contract extension. So what do you think? Well, look, I think the initial snapback for a lot of fans is going to be, well, you're bringing back another old guy. And, and and my kickback to that would be like, he's only making like $7 million a year or whatever yeah. it is, right? And that's number one. And number two, like he's a role player on a team next year. That's what the hope is. This year, he's been forced and miscast into being an everyday player. And he's top five in like every category, batting yeah. average, runs batted in, runs scored, uh, home runs. Like he's been a great giant this year. But like, like, I don't have any grandiose opinions of him being an everyday guy. He needs to be a once in a blue moon kind of a guy. And that's how this one works. But if you think he's going to play every day and you want to get triggered, I understand. Well, here's the thing about Wilmer. I only have one concern, which I'll, I'll hold for just a second. But the bottom line is this guy is a very useful baseball player exactly i mean not only is he very good at the plate he's been a consistent stick for the entire time that he's been a giant um but you can move him all over the field uh even though he doesn't necessarily play great in any of those positions he can play mediocre at many positions and so that's that's a useful thing here's my concern about wilmer flores what's that the shift goes away and with the shift going away you are now, as a middle infielder, asked to cover more ground. I am not comfortable with Wilmer Flores at second base next year. Now, if you're going to tell me that what Wilmer's extension means is that you're not picking up Longoria's option and Wilmer and VR split third base next year um, and you'll spot play Wilmer over at first, I can wrap my head around that. But if you're keeping Longo and Wilmer's going to be a big option for you at second base, 
I have defensive concerns. No, that's a total great nuance that you picked up on because that was something that was approved between now and, or I guess today in the last episode that we had was that they're going to have bigger bases, so slightly less distance between each base, making hopefully more action on the base pass, but also we're eliminating the shift. You got to be inside the outfield grass, two guys on the left of second, two guys on the right of second. Totally fair because he does not play second base well, and he can't throw. I mean, he literally cannot throw outside of like lobbing a rainbow over to first base. I just think that maybe first base, DH, occasionally at third, that's his spot next year. Just my estimation. But you're right. If they're going to play him at second base, they're in for a heap of trouble. Well, again, he's a very useful player. And so uh, I love that he's back. Me too. But now my next question is, okay, what's your plan for him? And I would think if this is going to be the first move, if you will, of this upcoming offseason, which we all agree is yeah. a monster, then I would think the Giants aren't just saying, oh, you know, we like Wilmer, let's have him back. <laughs> like, there, there's got to be a plan there. Yeah. And and if Farhan's going to say, and he has, that he wants more everyday players next year, then this is immediately interesting because your infield is filling up really, really fast. I mean, you could say maybe they're signing him and saying, look, Useful tool, DH, first baseman against a left-hander. Yeah. That's our guy, right? Darren Ruff is gone. Mm -hmm. Although there's still J.D. Davis. We'll see if he's on the team next year. But if that's their plan, then again, okay. I can nod my my head to that, Mm -hmm. absolutely. But if you want everyday players, your infield in many ways is already kind of filling up without everyday players unless you're going to count – Brandon Crawford as one of those guys at shortstop, third base. Is VR there? Is Longo there? We don't know. Tyro Estrada is going to play some second base. I'll, I'll, I'll throw something Lestella related at you here in a second. But I was just going to bring right, him up. Right-handed first baseman, um, okay. But, like, you're running out of positions already yeah. for these everyday players you supposedly want. Well, I think the Lestella thing I thought of instantly, and I was like, does this mean they're buying him out? Like that's that's what I was thinking because I do think they have a heap load of money. And to me, you need to say sayonara to Tommy LaSella. I yeah. think he's played six games in the field this year. He's been a DH for them. He cannot be a DH moving forward. I, I get it for this year, trying to squeeze the dollar. Like I understand that. I'd have a tough time paying him $12 million as well. But like he's got to go. The other thing that I was thinking about, let's just say hypothetically, you do sign someone who takes up one of these spots, third base, first base, second or whatever. And Wilmer's not in the cards. Wilmer is still a desirable contract. at $7 million that a team like Seattle or a team like the Mets or whatever, one of these contending teams, they could use him. I think there's a market inefficiency in terms of his salary being reduced, that he is still desirable. If maybe he isn't with this team through the remainder of the two years. Right. And remember, it's a mutual option even for a third year. So yes. like I hear that. And and so therefore, yes, it is. It's a tradable piece. But I don't think the Giants are doing this unless they envision no, actually being on the team. Right. Because yeah. we know how hesitant they are to give out multi-year deals, even if it's just two, yeah. two slash three in this particular case. But they're doing it because they envision them on the team. So it's an interesting window into what comes next, because. That's what we're all watching. We want to know what are you spending? Yeah. How are you spending it? Are you efforting everyday players? And and this move to me is at least step one in that your everyday players may mostly need to come in the outfield and 
If you're asking for three, four, or five of them, as Farhan said, I mean, are you going to count Joey Bart and Brandon Crawford as the first two? Because if you are, that's that's not really satisfying, I think, what people were talking about. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data wasabi another boston-based championship team you know i i've been thinking long and hard about brandon crawford um playing shortstop for this team next year i got a feeling he might walk away i really do Ooh. i know that sounds crazy I, I think he's i think he's had a tough year this year i could see it wearing on him believe me i know mark there's money waiting That's for a him lot of money that he'd be I know. away from but he's got a lot of pride and i think he's already got a lot of career accomplishments he's clearly got his family in another state it's just something that i've been thinking of I didn't see the Buster thing coming. I'm not saying that I have any feel on this whatsoever. I have no insights. There's no one telling me anything. I was just watching him over the weekend, and I'm saying, you know, it would be a Crawford kind of a thing to not tell anyone and walk away with Brandon Belt this year, like together, the two of them. And maybe I'm way off on that. I was just thinking about that over the weekend as I was watching him take at-bats. Yeah, we're looking at $16 million, essentially, that Brandon would just be up and and walking away from, which is, um, that's a lot of money. Um, That's obviously a lot of money. And so um, that would surprise me. The other thing, though, that's Crawford-related and interesting, uh, two of the things that Susan Slusser most recently wrote about were uh, potentially bringing Longo back. More on that in just a second. But the other one was, she asked Gabe Kapler, about Brandon Crawford potentially switching positions. Oh. Because again, are you are you talking about is Longo not back? Could you be a left-handed second baseman instead of Listella? And obviously it would open the door for signing a free agent at shortstop where there are some very, very interesting players. And and Gabe's answer was not definitive and and, and but but also not dismissive. Yeah. Not dismissive of the idea, respectful in that if if, you know, he started with, look, Brandon's a shortstop, um, but also said toward the end of a career is when that stuff starts to come into play and it would need to some degree come from Brandon or be endorsed by Brandon. And so, you know, it was it was an answer that was not definitive, but again, did not take it off the table. I guess the question, though, it sounded like needed to be asked of Brandon before it's asked of the organization. Well, and I think that it's unfair for Kapler to be the one to have to have that conversation with him. To me, it's a Farhan conversation. That's why Farhan was brought in was to kind of like, Hey, day one of the Kapler era, we're subbing you out Crawford. Remember that? And uh, people lost their minds in that seventh inning. That was multiple years ago. It's interesting that you bring up the position change. 
if he does have plans on playing into the future, he's got to have the self-awareness to realize, and I get it, Derek Jeter played shortstop his whole career, and Ozzie Smith, those guys are few and far between. The majority, Omar Vizquel, Cal Ripken, Alex Rodriguez, these are the greats of the greats who won gold gloves. They all move positions. Omar moved to second base, A-Rod and Cal Ripken moved to third base, and with the shift, and with the shift in play now, maybe there's a little like, hey, I know you got 16 million here, but you could play another three or four years being a yeah. platooner at second base. Listen, yeah, I don't see third Am I base. Crazy? And, and no, not at all. I actually just imagine it. Take everybody who's listening to us, take a moment, visualize Brandon Crawford somewhere other than shortstop. Third base, that feels awkward to it me. It does. And 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 they've got a lot going on over there between potentially Longo, VR, Flores. Does Casey Schmidt make an appearance next year? There's a lot yeah. going on there. But could I platoon Crawford and Estrada at second base? You're not going to get anything worse at second base right? than Listella from Crawford. Uh, again, and it doesn't feel like the idiosyncrasies of the position at second are that crazy no. different from shortstop. It's a shorter throw. Less range is needed, which is where his body is going right now. It's interesting. It's not it off the table to me at all. I'm with you on this. And I keep going back, and I know we're going to get to Longoria in a second. This is why Farhan's here. Like, that was the beginning. We, we, I know we've gotten a little muddied, and they had a great year last year, and I, I'm not taking any of that away from them. But initially, the job was we've got to have some hard conversations with some of our fan favorites, whether it was Mad Bum, Cueto, like all these guys we were going to phase out. This is part of the job. Right. Absolutely. So um, I wonder what sort of creative conversations they're having there, uh, because what, what we do know is at least the effort is not going to be uh, platoon here, platoon there, platoon yeah. everywhere next year. And so with Flores in the fold, it, it, it leads to how is the rest of the infield puzzle going to figure out? And I'm with you. I don't think Tommy Listella is on the team next year. I think they're already showing their hand exactly. in terms of how much they're not using him here down the stretch. Absolutely. And it's refreshing. I'm like, great. I, okay. Yeah. I understand why you did, but now let's turn the page and let's stop wasting that bats. The last thing I'll say about this, when it comes to Crawford switching positions, second base, whatever, it's just, they need to shake things up. And the way free agency is right now, you cannot guarantee that all these outfielders, there's only a couple of them out there. Aaron judge being one of the big ones. They might not hit free agency. They might not want to come to you. Now there are five guys at shortstop, not, not the burger joint, five guys coming out of shortstop, Tim Anderson, yeah. Bogarts. Yeah. Like, you know, all the names, Correa. Trey and, so, yeah. and so to me, like, that's why this is a conversation. If there was only one or two guys coming out in free agency, I'd say, you know, you're probably not going to have to turn that stone over, but because you have a legitimate chance to get one of these five guys and you need youth, that's why I think this is a realistic conversation. Well, I also think that the Giants have turned their back on the defense, uh, the defensive side of second base for three years now. Mm, good point. And, uh, good and, point. and that was because the shift was there and you didn't need to cover very much ground. You had people flanking your left and right shoulder. Yeah. And now you need a better athlete at second base. No Donovan Solano, no Wilmer Flores. <laughs> Even Tyro has been questionable. I'd love Brandon Crawford's glove over at second base. I think that would be fantastic. Me too. 
Yeah, yeah. So. And, and then him turning two, this is the other thing. Jeff Kent, I think, had an underrated strong arm turning two. Uh, can you imagine Crawford coming across that bag yeah, to turn yeah, two? Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. such a bigger body, and he's thicker, and he's got such a great arm. I mean, it, I think he'd be a perfect fit there. Yeah, yeah. So that's one to watch for sure.